It's my pleasure to welcome to the pulpit Reverend Kojo Woods. Amen. Praise the Lord. I appreciate Jesus. Hallelujah. Shall we stand? Shall we stand? I want you to take your Bible. Take your Bible. If your Bible is your iPad, still take it. I want you to rub it and say, Lord, I love your word. Hallelujah. Say, Lord, I love your word. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we are grateful for the opportunity we have in your presence. In your presence, there's fullness of joy. And at your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. The grass withers and the flower fades. But the word of our God abided forever. Father, we thank you for this word. The blueprint of life that you left for us. To live by it. To understand it. James 1.22, that we should be doers of it. And not hearers only. So bless us, Lord, as we get into your word. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and take your seats. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, it's great to be here. Thank you, Pastor Bumbi and your wife and the family for having us. Pastor Bumi is a very, very good friend of mine. And the family is very good friends of our family. Amen. I don't have too many friends. But he's one of the few that I have. May God give you good friends. When I look at your friends, I can tell your future. If you want to tell anybody's future, look at his friends. You are only a friend away from your destiny. Iron sharpened iron. How many of you know that scripture? Amen. God wants to bless us today. So thank you for having us. It's always a great thing to see you. Our church loves them so much. They always love to hear Pastor Bumi preach. Brings us truth. The truth is rare in our days. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Bless us through your word. All hail the power of Jesus' name. Let angels prostrate forth, bring forth the royal diadem, and crown him Lord of all. Bring forth the royal diadem, and crown him Lord of all. My hope is built on nothing less but Jesus' blood and his righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but only lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. And all underground is sinking sand. 
solid rock I stand and all underground is sinking sand all underground is sinking sand you know sometimes you wake up in life and you don't even want to go to church on Sunday you feel so down you, the, 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 there's nothing to write home about. Life is hitting you left and right. You don't even want to read your word. You don't even want to pray. You feel overwhelmed. But you have a God you can go to. Every time you look inside of you, you can get depressed. When you look around you, you can get distracted. But when you lift up your eye to the hills from whence cometh your help, your help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Your spirit is always lifted. Most blessed, most glorious, the ancient of days, almighty, victorious, thy great name we pray. See, we have put all those hymns in the basket. We've thrown them away. We now go Hillsong. Hillsong is good. But most blessed, most glorious, the ancient of days, almighty, victorious, thy great name we praise. Can I tell you something? You can't sing these hymns and be depressed. Immortal, invisible God, only wise, in life inaccessible, hid from our eyes, most blessed, most glorious, the ancient of this almighty victorious thy great name we praise faithful one so unchanging ageless one you are my rock of peace and Lord of all I depend on you and I call out to you again and again and I call out to you again and again you are my rock. You are my rock. In times of trouble. In times of trouble. Lord, you lift me up. You lift me up, Lord. When I fall down. Yes. And all through the storms. Your love. 
alone. You didn't hear that. You are my rock in times of trouble. Yes, Lord. You lift me up, Lord, when I fall down. And all through the storms, your love is the anchor. My hope is What a mighty friend. What a friend we have. Hallelujah. God is, I don't know, I don't know how I'll live this life without him, my brother. The thought of Jesus makes me joyful. The name gives me something. I want to share very briefly with us on a subject I titled the end time church. Because I'm very concerned about the state of the church today. I'm very, very concerned. As a pastor, when I look around the church, I'm not talking about Father's house. I'm talking about the church of God. When I look around and I see what is happening, it is like we are not aiming at the coming or the imminent return of our God. Amen? So please take your Bibles and come with me to Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24. I want to speak to you about the words of Jesus Christ himself. Listen to me. As we sit and we look at the clock, the coming and return of the Lord is very eminent. And you cannot afford to be left behind when Jesus comes. Every day, every day, every week, every month, things are happening that are pointing to the coming of the Lord. Please, don't be caught on our words. Every single minute, 106 people die. 60 seconds. Okay, 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 60 106 every single day 55,000 people die 24 hours 55,000 from the day you were born up to today that's about the statistics average 55,000 every 24 hours 55,000 die every single month 4.5 million people die every month January, February Every year, every year, 56 million people die. 56 million. But you and I, we are alive today. And sooner or later, however it comes, one day you will be numbered among the statistics. Your grave is different from my grave. But every one of us have our grave somewhere. And let me tell you, the importance of this journey with Christ is that when that time comes for you, you make it with him. Are you with me? Yeah. When you read Revelation chapter 14 verse 13, the Bible said, 
that we will rest from our labor and our works will follow us. The only thing that will follow you into your grave is what you did for Jesus. And a lot of us are living lives anyhow. We wake up Monday to Friday, Monday to Saturday, Monday, as if we profess as Christians but we don't have evidence of work to show for it. It is like you operate a title, the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. They have a title, but they don't do work that is commensurate with the title. Today, I want to speak to you about the end time church. What Jesus said we should watch out for and how he wants us to live. And then I want to pray with you that when he comes, you will make it. Are you happy you came to church? So let's turn to Matthew 24. I'm reading from King James. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple. And his disciples came to him to show him the buildings of the temple. Verse 2. And Jesus said to them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another. They shall, be, they shall not be thrown down. That shall not be true. Let me pick it again. There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Listen to me. Everything you see around us will be destroyed. The world you see, it will not exist like this. In the beginning, the way it was, we are almost going to go back to that time. Life will come to an end. This world that we see, this is the last one we have. There won't be anything like this again. When this phase of life ends, brother and sister, that's it. That's what Jesus is telling them. The words of Jesus, if the Bible is yours, you see that it's in red. He said, all these things that you see, there shall not be one that shall not be pulled down, that will not be destroyed. Verse 3. And he sat upon the Mount of Olives. Can I hear somebody say Mount of Olives? That's where he's going to show up. His feet will touch down at that place, brother. And that's where judgment is going to begin. When he returns. At that mount of olives, the disciples came to him privately. Can I hear someone say privately? Saying, tell us when these things shall be. And what shall be the sign of the coming of the end of the world. They came to Jesus and they came to ask him privately. Jesus, tell us what shall be the signs when the world is coming to an end. In other words, what shall we see that you signpost and tell us that your coming is very near? Look at what he told them. Hallelujah. Look at what he said to them. Verse 4. And Jesus answered, just for you to know that these are the words of Christ. And then you see what he said, came in red. Take heed that no man deceives you. I want you to underline that. Jesus said, number one, take heed. Listen to what I'm about to hear. What you're about to hear. The first advice he gave them is take heed that no one should deceive you. In other words, as a Christian at the end time, there will be deception. Deception will be on the rise. False doctrine will be on the rise. People will be massaging scriptures for their own selfish gains. But take heed that you, that you, you are not deceived. Hallelujah. Verse 5. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ. 
and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. You will hear of wars and you will hear of rumors of wars. He said, take heed, listen. All these things are pointing in a particular direction that I am coming. But the end is not yet. In other words, I am not going to come just because there are wars and rumors of wars. But it's a sign. It's a road map. How many of you know that when you set your set now, it tells you, take here, take right, this, this, this. This is telling you the road map to that place. Hallelujah. But the end is not yet. Verse 7. For nations shall rise against nations. Are we seeing that? And kingdoms against kingdoms. Look at the middle is what is going on there. Look at what is even in our own country here. Brexit and Europe and America. And look at all that is happening. Verse 7. Kingdoms will rise against kingdoms. And there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. All these things are the beginning of sorrows. <laughs> Listen. If human beings say sorrow, it's sorrow, right? But when Jesus tells you, when you see these things, is the beginning of sorrows, he's telling you that be careful about how you live your life. Because listen to me, when that door is shut, it won't be open again. When the time comes for you and your eyes shut like this, your eyes will, the next time it opens and your, this corruptible body takes on the incorruptible, you are ready for judgment and there are only two routes. You are either going to heaven or you are going to hell. When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound and time shall be no more. When the morning breaks eternal, bright and fair. When the saved of earth shall gather over on the other shore, when the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound and time shall be no more, there won't be any time. When the morning breaks eternal, bright and fair, there won't be sunrise, there won't be sunset, it is finished. When the saved of earth shall gather, those who have been saved here shall gather there. And when the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. Will you be there? When the roll is called up yonder, when the roll is called up yonder, when the roll is called up yonder, when the roll is called up I'll be my whole aim in life is to make it to that place and pass the test when I do that then I know that I've finished the race and I want to carry as many people with me as possible when the roll is called up when the roll is called up when the roll is called up yonder, when the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. And all these are the beginning of sorrows. Lord have mercy. Verse 9. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, 
and shall be, many people shall hate you, all nations, for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended. Pastor Bumi, I don't understand that one. There has never been a time in the church where there has been offense like our generation. The pastor is preaching, he's offending me. You come to choir practice and you are offended. You go to prayer meeting, you are, you, you are not offended in, with your boss in the office. You are only offended in the church. Jesus said, there will be time coming in the end time church. There shall many be offended. When you read the Bible and you see many, it means greater than proportion. It's more than 50%. Pastors can't preach truth anymore. Because they'll say, because pastor knows this about me, he's preaching it. Because I had counseling with him, he's preaching me the topic. And yet Jesus said, many shall be offended. The greatest, largest church on the earth is the offended church. I learned that recently. They are not happy here, so they go here. They are not happy there, so they go there. Before you realize the rapture has taken place, they are caught up at the junction. I pray that when Jesus comes, he will find you in his church. I, I thought you would say amen. I said, I pray that when Jesus, listen to me, what you are looking for don't matter. The Bible says, eh, what does it profit a man? If you gain the whole world and you lose your soul, your soul is more important to God than the things you are looking for. Because listen to me, everything that you work for and look for here, Somebody who didn't work for it will inherit it. I want you to listen to what I'm saying. Me, I'm preaching and I'll go. says the liberal soul shall be made fat and he that water shall also be watered. He said lay for yourself treasures in the heavens not treasures on the earth. You must have something on this earth that heaven look to and blesses your corpse when they carry this body away. Listen to me. There is some kind of death that when you die is blessed. Read Revelation chapter 14 verse 13. He said, blessed are dead in Christ. In other words, there is some death that is blessed. Only when you die in Christ. A lot of us will die going to chase money. Doesn't come to church. Four weeks, the pastor has to phone before you show up on Wednesday night. Why are you living your life like that? You say you are a Christian, but you don't have the works to qualify you for a Christian. That's what he's saying. It is now even an offense to try to. Why is he calling me? They see the pastor, so they switch the phone off. When they see that the call is going on, I don't want to talk to him now. He's after your soul. He wants you to end up in heaven. Put your hands together for Jesus. I said, put your hand. I know you don't want to clap, but clap for Jesus. 
Hallelujah. They shall many be offended and shall betray one another. Are we talking here? Betrayer will be on the rise. When you tell them something, they'll pass behind and go and tell another person what you said. And then they'll tell them, but I, I was told not to tell anybody, so don't tell anybody. It's betrayer. All over the place. Many shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise and deceive many. Let me talk about that. False prophet. Can I hear somebody say false prophet? That word false means lie. They come to you and tell you things but lie. They have ulterior motive for telling you what they are telling you. That word they are telling you is not from God. Can I tell you something? In the dispensation in which we live, prophecy, listen to me, the dispensation, the New Testament dispensation in which we live, prophecy comes to confirm what God has already told you. Are you listening to me? You, unless God speaks to me, what you are telling me is news in my ear. I want to hear God talk to me. Because the flesh can't be trusted. I'm not saying there are no prophets, but the scripture here is talking about false prophets. There has never been a generation that has seen the rise of false prophets like our generation. That's why I'm preaching to you on the end time church. And I believe that the church that you attend in this generation is one of the most important decisions you ever make as a believer. The church you sit in on Sunday. Because what we see around us is scary. False prophets. They lie to you. What they haven't seen. They say, ah, I had a dream. I had this. I had vision. And then they are telling you things. Your mother is this. Your father is this. Your uncle is the one doing you. Listen. The Bible says no weapon. Can I hear someone say no weapon? If the Bible says no weapon formed against me shall prosper, you can go to Jupiter and come back. You can go to the east, north, and south. You can stay in the Jordan River or come to River Thames. Jesus said, no weapon formed against me will prosper. I stand on that word and I appropriate that word and declare to the heavens and the earth, no weapon. Can I hear somebody say no weapon? Everyone that rises up against you in judgment, God says you will condemn. And then he went on to add, he said, this is the heritage of the servants of God. And our righteousness is of him. It's the heritage. Can I hear somebody say heritage? Do you understand the scriptures? That's why I say, say to God, I love your word. Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I will not sin against you. Job chapter 23 verse 12. Job said, I have not departed from the commandments of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my daily bread. The words of his mouth. Right now, it is our generation that Satan takes this one from. Yes. I have time for Facebook. Have one hour for Periscope, three hours for Instagram. Yeah. Six hours a day, people are on social media. Pastor Bumi, 
they don't have death minutes for God's word. Death minutes. Put your hand on your head. Say, mercy, Lord. Listen to me. We learned about something, but some people were just teaching us about the unjusty word. I like what you said about God wasn't commending his unjust nature because we are all unjust. But his wisdom and prudence, like the children of Issachar in their days, who understood the time and the season they were in, in our generation, we got to understand that there are false prophets around us. They leave their pastor and go and listen to some prophet from Ghana or Nigeria or Kenya. But their pastor is there. You despise your past. Do you, have you read Jeremiah 3.15? Have you read Jeremiah 3.15? When God said, I will give you pastors after my own heart. Can I hear someone say, after my own heart? Say, after my own heart, who will do what? Feed you with knowledge and understanding. I will give you pastors. Why should my son bypass me and go and ask somebody's father, give me money? That's what we are doing. Are you kidding? Yeah. You see it all over. When the church called for prayer meeting, they won't come. They will go to London Excel. Because anointed man has come. Charity begins at home. I said, charity begins at home. In the name of Jesus. I said, in the name of Jesus. I said, in the name of Jesus. False prophets. This is what is it. And shall deceive many. I want to make a prophecy over your life right now. The word says, false prophets will come and they shall deceive many. Today, I stand here in conjunction with my brother as a servant of God. I cancel your name from those who will be deceived. You didn't hear what I'm saying. The Bible says, many shall, they will deceive many. Today, I'm canceling your name from those who will be deceived in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. I draw a circle of the blood of Jesus around you and I immunize you against satanic and false prophet deception. Somebody shout, I receive it. Yeah. Yeah. It's all over us. False prophets. Jesus was telling them about how the end is going to come. These are the things that will be seen. Hallelujah. How many of you go to work late? Can you go to work late? Okay. How many of you go to school late? Your lecturer is waiting for you to come late. Yeah, and then when you come, they greet you, say, hello, welcome. Sit down. Lecture is going on. Yeah? School, yeah? So, which one do we go late? you see how we treat God? The God who one day you will stand in front of him say, Kojo will rise from the grave. Boom. Your works before him. The bima seat of Christ where we are going to, our works will be tried. The one who will stand before like that. He is the one who we don't take serious. Look at the Christian's attitude on Sunday morning. That tells God everything about you. Your attitude on God sees you on Monday. He sees you. 
He sees you when you are giving, going for an award at Buckingham Palace. Or when you are going to catch a flight. How many of you have the policy like me? Go to Heathrow an hour early. Just in case there is traffic. Pastor Bumi, I wonder what heaven will look like if I was to say, let me go to church early an hour early. Just in case there is traffic so I don't go to church. I wonder how God will be looking at me. I wonder how God will be looking at me. Can I tell you something? Whether you run to the east or west, you will stand before him. I'm telling you the truth. And I'm telling you that get ready before you get there. I say get ready before you do what? You get there. Watch verse 13. He said, But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. I like verse 14. Verse 14 says, And this gospel, can I hear someone say this gospel? Say it again, this gospel. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be what? Preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations and then. In other words, the condition of Jesus' return is not wars nor rumors of wars, but this gospel. Can I hear someone say this gospel? Say it again, this gospel. Say it again, this gospel. Jesus said in verse 14, this is in red. It's in red. It's Jesus' word. This gospel shall be preached in all nations as a witness. That means that nobody can say that what the pastor is saying. I don't preach foolish things. I don't preach things that prepare people for this place. Because me, myself, I'm preparing myself for him. What does it... After all this, brother, after all that we are doing, that we stand before him, and he tells me, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, I know you... The Lord forbid. I said, the Lord forbid. Listen to me. Your effort must prosper you on that day. Are you listening to me? Jesus said, if this hand will offend you, cut it off. Listen, every friendship network you have, that will take you to heaven. Today, I separate you from them. I say, I separate you from them. I know some of you don't like it. You like, you like, you like them. Listen, love is a command. Friendship is by choice. Do you understand? I'm commanded to love you. I'm not commanded to be your friend. As for love, you have to love everyone. But to be my friend, I got to look at you. This one, if I go close to you, what will I get? I'm not talking about money. What for, when I think about this man, I have courage. Yeah. I met him when we were doing our ordination training. I didn't even know him anywhere. But he's the only one of about 40 people that I connected with in our training. He's the only person that I connected with. And from that time, I made it a point. Friendship has to be developed. You connect, you talk, you wait, you pray together. You are in a very good church. This denomination is a good one. This is not Bumi Ministries. This is not Kojo Wood Ministries. This is the kingdom of God. I say it's the kingdom of God. And this gospel, can I hear someone say this gospel? Does it look like what I'm preaching? Somebody say this gospel. 
Say it again. This gospel shall be what? Preached. You will not hear the gospel of six steps to become rich. We are not against prosperity. No. But even those who are preaching those things are repenting. <laughs> Can I hear someone say this gospel? Say it again. This gospel shall be preached. Yeah. Paul gave Timothy some advice. And I want to give you that for advice. And I pray with you. Is that okay? Come with me to 2 Timothy chapter 3. Are you with me so far? Thank you, Jesus. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Somebody say, I love you, Jesus. Say it again. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. There's some, I'm not sure whether it's a Nigerian song or whether it's a Ghanaian song, but it goes like this. Oh, darling Jesus, darling Jesus. Oh, my darling Jesus, you are wonderful, God. I love you so, my darling Jesus. Oh, my darling Jesus, you are wonderful. Sing it. Darling Jesus, darling Jesus. Oh, my darling Jesus, you are wonderful, God. I love you so, my darling Jesus. Oh, my darling Jesus, you are wonderful. One more time. Darling Jesus, darling Jesus. Oh, my darling Jesus, you are wonderful, God. I love you so, my darling Jesus. Oh, my darling Jesus, you are wonderful. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Second Timothy chapter 3. I love this. Paul was counseling Timothy like he's counseling us today. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy chapter 3. I take from verse 1. This know also that in the last days, can I hear someone say last days? Say it again, last days. In the last days, perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves. Let us pause there. In the last days, perilous times shall come. Men shall be lovers of themselves. They say they love God. They say they love you. Let, let something happen to you right now and you will know those who really love you. Listen to me. Anybody who comes to you only when you are rejoicing is a parasite. It's not a friend. A friend sticketh closer than a brother. Hallelujah. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers. In the last day, do you understand false accusers? They will say you have done something you haven't done, Pastor Bumi. They will go to another person's place and tell them, I heard him say this, but you didn't say it. False accusation. May the Lord deliver you from false accusation. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good. They never like good people. This is a manifestation 
of those who love themselves. That's what he said. For men shall be lovers of themselves. Those who are lovers of themselves manifest in these signs. They manifest in pride. They manifest in covetousness. They manifest as boasters. They manifest in blasphemy. They manifest in disobedience. They manifest in unthankful. They never are thanking God for anything. They don't see what God has done. All they see is the Vodafone bill they have the money to pay. Yeah. If you are like me, every day I thank the Lord for what I have. My wife and I, we came to Britain with two suitcases. Just the two of us. Two suitcases, bro. Two suitcases. I used to go on the bus. When we go to the supermarket, we have some trolley. We push. My wife will carry my first daughter. When we are tired, we stop. And then we continue the journey. Today, you are driving a car. You are telling God what he hasn't done. We have become lovers of ourselves. You say you love God, you love yourself. You don't love God. Do you understand? The Bible says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Those who love God are manifested in their keeping the commandments of God. What is the commandment? The new commandment. John 13, 34, 35. A new commandment I give to you that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. He said, By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. Pastor Bumi, the church today has put the work of God aside and we are fighting amongst us. That's what we specialize in. We are fighting amongst us. The work of evangelism can wait. When we call for prayer intercession, that one can we practice can wait. Those things can wait. We are fighting amongst us. The denomination that fights among themselves are us. Especially those who call ourselves charismatics and Pentecostals. We make a lot of noise and criticize the orthodox people. How many schools have we built? How many, show me universities that Pentecostals have built that they are not charging profit into their pockets. I went to a Catholic school, free. Have you seen Catholics charging? They build hospitals. They go to the rural areas in Africa. You go to Ghana or Nigeria and go and show me the rural hospital that churches, Pentecostal churches built in the rural. Even evangelism, they don't want to go and do it in the village. All the anointed pastors are in the city. Yeah, because that's where the millionaires are. Listen to me. On that day, everyone will stand before him. And that's where he will separate the sheep from the goat. Yeah. Apostle Paul was telling Timothy, listen, just as Jesus told the disciples, Timothy, I'm telling you that in the last days, perilous times will come. Men will be lovers of themselves, blasphemous, boasters, covetous, incontinent, proud, unthankful, unholy, having a form of godliness and yet denying the power thereof. The Bible says from such turn away. A form of godliness. What is a form of godliness? They show up when we are praying. Oh yeah, we go to church. But you do something and let's see whether that sister will forgive you. The one who comes to prayer every week for the last 10 years 
will never forgive that person three years ago, but he's still coming to prayer meeting. And Jesus said, when you stand to pray, forgive. Can I hear someone say forgive? In the last days, all these things are going to happen. Traitors, heavy-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness, verse 5, but denying the power thereof. The Bible says, from such people, turn away. Don't make friends with them. Hallelujah. From such, turn away. Hallelujah. Glory to God. From such, turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women. Now I want you to come to verse 11. In fact, let's, start, let's continue from verse 10. Just because of time. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, which is love, patience. Now I want you to know who Paul is talking to here. He's giving Timothy advice and talking to the people that they are associated with. Look at verse 11. Persecutions, afflictions, which came to me at Antioch and Iconium at Lystra. What persecutions I endured, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. In other words, Apostle Paul was saying that Timothy, there's going to be the time coming when persecution will arise on you. But he said, listen, Timothy, watch me. The God who we serve, when persecutions came in Lystra, in Iconium, and in all these other places, the Lord, can I hear somebody say the Lord? The Lord in Antioch, all that I suffered, the Lord delivered me. Listen to me. Everything you are going through for his name's sake, may he deliver you in the mighty name of Jesus. Pastor Bumi, don't give up when they talk against you. Don't give up. My sister, don't give up. Yeah. Sometimes the very people we serve are those who the enemy, who else would he use? Apostle Paul said, Timothy, watch this. What happened to me in Antioch? I, I, it's verse 11 in your Bible. Persecutions. Do you understand persecution? You are, they are chastising you for doing the right thing. And this gospel shall be preached. You are preaching, you are teaching them, you are admonishing them the truth. They will tell you this pastor is too much. Yes. We want entice, we want to. I didn't come to church to be spoken to like this. I want to be encouraged. If this message don't encourage you, you are not a Christian. Because it's about your preparing for Jesus' return. Persecuted, affliction from Antioch, in Iconium, in Lystra. What persecutions I endured. Apostle Paul was telling. But of all of them, I love that. The Lord delivered me. Now let's come to verse 14. Let's jump to verse 14 because of time. But continue. Can I hear someone say, but continue? Say it again, but continue. But continue in the things which thou had learned and thou which have been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned of. Timothy, you will be persecuted. Just as I was. They would talk against your preaching. Just as they spoke against me. 
they will be preaching heresy just as you know. But Timothy, you, but Timothy, you, but Timothy, you continue in the doctrine that you have been assured of and that which you have learned from me. Don't change your message. Continue in the message. Don't change it. Pastor Bumi, don't change that message. Continue in that message. That which you have learned and that which you have been assured of. Continue in it. Don't change it. They come to you, they want to divorce. They will go and put somewhere, they tell them, oh, they are preaching for divorce. Don't change your message. Sanctify the message. Don't change it. Paul was telling Timothy that. Don't change. Don't change. Don't change your stand, Pastor Kojo. Preach righteousness. Preach. There's only few people in our day who can preach truth. Because right now, everybody is preaching anything. I refuse to preach what God doesn't want me to preach. I refuse it. Paul said to Timothy, listen, you continue. I love that. He said, but, when you read the Bible and you see but, it means all that you suffered is not important. It's in you, but you continue in the things which thou hast learned and which thou hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned of. Hallelujah. What should you continue in? Look at verse 15 as I close in on this. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise. When we talk about wisdom, wise unto salvation through the faith in Jesus Christ. Continue. Continue. Church, hear these words. God is telling you, continue in that which you have learned. Continue in that which you have been assured of. What is it? From a child, you were taught the Holy Scriptures. Continue. Continue. I want you to stand up. Continue. in that which you have learned and that which you have been assured of. Continue in the name of Jesus. Purify my heart. Let me be as gold and precious silver. Purify my heart. Let me be as good, pure good, refined as fine. Lord, my heart's one's design is to be holy, set apart for you, Lord. I choose to be holy, set apart for you, my master, ready to do your will. Refine as fire, refine as fire, oh Lord, my husband's desire. Lord, is to be, is to be holy. Lord, set apart 
for you, Lord, I choose to be holy, set upon for you, my master, ready to do your Now I want all eyes closed. I'm going to pray for two people. Number one, you are here, you don't know the Lord as your Savior, and you are saying, Pastor, I want to come to God today. If that is you, lift up your hand, I want to pray with you. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You want to come to Jesus today. Is there anybody here like that? You want to say yes to Jesus today. You don't know him as your Lord and Savior. Lift up your hand. I want to see you. I want to pray with you. Is there anybody here like that? Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Thank you. Now I want to pray for you. You want to say, Pastor Kojo, this word that you preach is God talking to me. I want the grace to live right in this end time. I want you to come forward. I want to pray with you. I want to pray for that grace. You can't do it by yourself. For the grace of God has appeared to man. You can't do it by yourself. I want you to come forward. I want to pray for you. Come forward. I want to pray for you. You say, this word is mine. This word is mine. Come forward. I want to pray for you. Don't be shy. You want to do something for God. You want to be serious with God. But something is blocking you. It's, it's, it's holding you back. You are not free. I want to pray for you right now before I sit down. Come forward. I want to pray with you in the name of Jesus. Please come and stand here. Come and stand here. Quickly, quickly. Time. Please, come. I want to, is there anybody else coming? Come. I want to pray with you. God bless you. Thank you so much for your honest heart for God. Is there anybody else coming? Thank you, Jesus. Please lift up your hands. Listen to me. You have to make it that day. You, you can't afford to be left behind. You've got to make it. If you want to join them, come. I want to pray with you very quickly. I want to pray that this same God who is working in us will also work in you in the mighty name of Jesus. Everybody lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Father, I pray for my brothers and sisters that they will know you more intimately more intimately, more intimately, Lord. Whatever is holding them, Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that they will be released today for service, for serious work with you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As they have responded to this word, Lord, I'm praying that there will be a revival in their own lives, in their families, and all that they are seeking to believe you to do for them in the mighty name of Jesus. So, Father, I pray for them, Lord, that your presence will rest upon all of them. Minister to them very deeply. Show them mercy, grace, and your favor in the precious name of Jesus. We give you praise and glory, Holy Spirit of God. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Now, everybody in the church, I want you to lift up your hands. I want you to lift up your hands. Everybody in the church. Father, we pray for the Father's house. This is your house. We pray that everyone here, the reason is the Father's house is because we are all your children. That's why it's the Father's house. Because you are the Father of everyone here. In you, there are no grandchildren. So Father, take us as your own one more time. By 
by the token of the redemptive work of Christ on the cross, Lord, forgive our sins. Lift this church up to a higher pedestal. Draw men and women into service. Expand their territory, Lord. Enlarge their coasts in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray that they will not lack any good thing. Ah, speak Psalm 84 verse 11 into the life of this church that no good thing will be withheld from the Father's house, from Pastor Bume's wife, the family, the church, all leaders and workers of this ministry. That every time we hear from them, Lord, we shall hear good news. This we ask in no other name than the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for listening to me. God bless you. Hallelujah. Please take